Welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GTD Nordic. I'm Morten Rövik and I'm here as always with my friend and colleague Lars Rotskill-Hendriksen. Hello Lars. Hi Morten, happy to be back and uh, looking forward to this episode. Uh, I have a lot of questions for our guests today and I'm sure this will be a lot of fun. If you are new to this podcast, our goal is to support you in using GTD, learning more about different aspects of the methodology, and in the end, hopefully helping you to become an even better GTDer, better at staying present with whatever you're doing at work or at home. And we really hope that you find these episodes valuable regardless of your experience with GTD. And if you want a refresher or learn more about the basics of GTD, we suggest you go back and listen to episodes one through six. Now today, we have a very special guest with us who knows a lot about GCD and creativity. Um, and I will leave it to Morten to pronounce his name as he is from Norway. Yes, you're absolutely right that uh, we have Carl Ivarefset with us today and uh, he will be talking about uh, GCD and creativity, as you mentioned. He is a very creative and interesting person who has had a very good and interesting journey learning GTD. And I'm happy to, uh, to introduce him as our guest. I'm looking forward to, to this interview. Me too. And now, our special guest. Welcome, Carl Ivar, and uh, I'm happy to have you with us. You are a Norwegian and you live in Berlin, but tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Hello, both of you. I'm so happy to and proud and humbled to be here and to thank you so much for <clears throat> inviting me. So uh, who I am, I come from the Norwegian countryside, close to Lillehammer, grew up there, and uh, the love of music brought me to Berlin. So I've now been living here for 15 years and I work as a musician uh, and I do seminars for kids and I also have a blog uh, in Norwegian for people who want to learn about improvisation. I also am a certified GTD trainer and coach and specialized on the creative, uh, creative people. Uh, so uh, as a creative person, as a musician, I play in different bands. There's one wonderful indie rock band called uh, The No Twist, a singer-songwriter called Giesbert Zuckniphausen, a DJ called Asit Pauli, and a lot of other people I adore, I love playing with. So uh, I have a lot of different things I do, and um, I absolutely love it. So that's a little bit about me. Mm, thank you. And you're a father as well, I think. Yes, I have yes. the most beautiful daughter in the whole world. So I'm mm. very, very proud and very, very happy to be here. Right. Yes. Good, good. Um, we are, of course, uh, all interested in understanding how you, you met GTD, but could you please um, tell us a little of your backstory before GTD? What's, what's, uh, what was your life like before? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when I was a kid, uh, my mother used to uh, make many uh, knit. She, my mother knitted a lot and made many uh, wonderful clothes for me. But there was one very important thing that she needed to do for each, each piece of clothing. That was she had to make a note and sew it into the into the clothing where it stands. Um, I love my sweater very much, but I'm um, a little bit forgetful. So if you should find this sweater, please call. And then there was a number of, so, and I must admit the uh, phone called quite a few times because I forgot 
things a lot. And I'm still very forgetful. And uh, my life before GTD also was um, partially in times of uh, parts of my life. Uh, for instance, the first year in Berlin, very, very chaotic. And uh, I had a very loving, nice neighbor, uh, Flo. Um, he, uh, he actually noticed every flight I would have home to Norway because he knew three, four hours before the flight, I would run around uh, to totally in panic, uh, looking for toothbrush, passport, vibraphone mallets, whatever I might need. So he would come up and help me. So he gave me the, <laughs> the suitable name Chaos Carl. So like my, and this flat where I was running around, you know, it was it was one room, uh, and uh, I don't. I'm not kidding with you. The, 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 most of the room were just one big pile of stuff, which contained anything. On the uh, one side of the room, it would, it would be uh, a mattress. I slept there, and then on the other side, it was a sofa where I can sit. And in the middle, there was this huge pile, and um, it would contain anything. This pile also, in many ways, kind of. Um, yeah, was like some some kind of uh, <laughs> concrete uh, uh, showing of how my life was at that time. I mean, I got, got things done, but I didn't actually get to practice the things that actually moved me forward. And I had a lot of cool uh, band projects, but it wasn't like the things I really, really wanted to do the most. And uh, I missed a lot of opportunities, you know, to get to get new concerts, to apply for fundings, because I, because I just forgot it. And I was constantly like in this firefighting modus. And, um, but the worst thing for me, at least, is just I, this was an unconscious uh, part. I, I, my brain unconsciously sought this, this uh, situation. So, um, yeah, but I mean, it was good, but it was kind of life with a lot of, a lot of breaks on. Mm. And, and, and how did you stumble upon GTD? Yeah, this is a very good friend and colleague of mine in Norway. He's called Vidar Sater. I admire him a lot. He's, um, he's a wonderful jazz saxophone player. He's an amazing teacher. I learned so much from him. He lives up in Ålesund. And um, we used to work together on summer, summer camps for kids. And one evening when we sat down, he like looked at me and said... Um, Hey, Kaliva, you, you, you don't seem to be like, you seem to be stressed out. You don't seem to be very happy. And after like giving it some thought, I had to admit, yeah, he's right. And uh, so mm. then he presented me to GTD and said, maybe this could be something for you. And we also were starting up a new project, which turned into this blog that I just, that I talked about in the beginning of the podcast. And um, he said, like, if we're going to work together on this uh, blog, uh, I suggest we use GTD as a language also on this blog. So uh, he helped me get started with it. And um, yeah, it immediately uh, helped me. I started to remember things and... uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Florian, my good friend, he was kind of um, confused because when he came up to help me uh, before taking this, you know, for my, before my flight, I was like greeting him in the, in the doorway with ready packed suitcase and asked if we <laughs> should gra- grab a coffee before. So, um, and uh, yeah, but, you know, learning GTD, that was 13 years ago and learning GTD is like... Um, it's just like learning an instrument or learning uh, some kind of art and it's, it never stops. So 
it totally uh, constantly got me into new exciting um, uh, levels of relaxed stress-free control and uh, all of a sudden I stopped I started quitting in a lot of my projects and I like asking me okay what do I really want to do and started a lot of lot of new projects I quit uh, the summer camp work that I used to do with Vida and started my own seminar with kids which I now have done like three or four hundred times for the Norwegian elementary schools and um, and um, yeah, and also I actually also brought me into two years of very intense therapy because I realized there were things that was in the way for me also as an artist. And, um, and you know, <laughs> looking back, I mean, I started uh, becoming the certification as a GTD trainer at the beginning of 2008. And uh, that was also the beginning of yet another level and another very exciting learning journey. And then one year ago when I, was halfway through the coaching certification. I thought I've gotten it, but uh, I should have known. I mean, one year now, after another year of studies, I will I'm starting to learn more and more. And um, so I get just more humble. It's, it's just mm -hmm. as like learning an instrument. It, it never stops. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things I like about it. Mm -hmm. David Allen would uh, say something that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right yeah. absolutely right and uh, you know you haven't you don't know how it's li like if the bathroom fan uh, suddenly turns off if you never had experienced you like we lived your own whole life with a bathroom fan on all the time <laughs> like i did um so um not yeah. literally, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're right yeah yeah mm. And I love how you're, you know, I always love talking GCD with creative people because it is is not really where, where I came from, but I always, you know, highlight creativity as one of the first examples of what GCD can do for others in my, my speeches. Um, and with my background as an SAP consultant, um, enterprise software, uh, it really was not uh, my motivation for learning this, but, um, and I don't know how it how it helped me at the time but i clearly do remember situations where i came up with creative ways to adapt the software for our clients and, and people were were impressed um and i also remember the the stream of ideas that suddenly started to show up as i started to get things things out of my head and into a system so um obviously your your background is is different from from mine how has gcd helped your creativity or or other creatives that you've worked with i would say um you know I'm just starting out as a GTD coach and a GTD trainer and uh, I met a few uh, and I'm now at the moment also working with a few creative people. So, but uh, the strongest experience is my own and uh, how it's helped me. It's helped me in many, many different ways. Um, I, it's a lot more easy to, to, to to uh, to get up, come up get up with new ideas to to compose it's a lot more easy to to practice um, because you don't get distracted by all kinds of thoughts it's much easier for me just to lose myself completely uh, in my practicing room when I want to compose a new song or if I want to work on, on, on uh, um, to uh, prepare for a concert. Um, I, when I start composing, I, it's very easy to get immediately into ideas that really bring me forward because by help of the um, capture, clarify and organize step in GTD, I have a constantly library of 
any cool ideas that I've like been been capturing throughout the years. And like we say, um, you never know when ideas will come. And that's also, of course, for ideas for things you want to create, uh, no matter if it's a sculpture, if it's, it's a painting, or if it's a, you want to choreograph a dance or, uh, or compose uh, some music like what, I, what I'm doing. But uh, um, so, so when, I, when I come to my space or when I just decide to, to compose wherever it is, I have a lot of, a huge database of ideas mm -hmm. and I have an own pro, uh, com, uh, composition project list with the uh, um, desired outcomes for each composition and uh, a next action for that, which brings me mm -hmm. immediately. Into. Yeah. And I'm, I'm reminded of uh, one uh, American singer, song, songwriter, um, who David Allen has done some work with. He, uh, he, he is quoted saying, before I, I, I started 100 songs every year, uh, now I finish 100 songs every year. Mm -hmm. Can you relate to that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but I would say the price I pay by finishing a hundred songs is now way, way less than the price I would pay to finish a hundred song before DDD. Mm. So, but, and, and that, that is also what I see with my uh, coaching clients that, okay, mm. they get very much stuff done, many of them, but they pay a high price. And uh, that leads sometimes to burnouts, sometimes to more worse disease, or sometimes that I stop creating because the body just can't do it anymore. So uh, it's that's yeah. I, like I said in the in the intro, I, my life before GTD was as if I would have a lot of breaks on, and the better I get with GTD, the more I can release all those breaks and um, like. Um, it's everything gets a lot easier. I mean, I still get to, I still have to do the work. I still have to compose. I still have to practice. I still have to do the concert, but, but it's a lot more easy. And I mean, that brings me, brings me to another huge advantage for me as a creative artist. When I want to go on stage, um, you know, one of my, one of my uh, horizon four like visions if my life would be a wild success, where would I like to be in maybe five to seven years, Horizons of Focus? Uh, it stands, I want to give millions of people uh, very, very high quality uh, music experiences that they will keep on in their hearts for the rest of their lives. That's mm -hmm. like one of the things I want to achieve. And in order to do that, when I want to go on stage, I need to be thousand percent into the music when I go on stage, like listening, listening and keeping the progress of the music in the back, back of my head because I'm also an improvising musician. So I need to have the uh, composition focus, composer's focus all the time. And um, to dive into that intense focus, it's if I haven't done a weekly review or haven't clarified and organized uh, and captured the stuff and got it out of my head, it's very difficult for me to mm. get into that state. Yeah. So, of course, I need to practice to prepare for the concert, but very often, again and again, I experience when I, the day of the concert, when I sit, when I, like, I, if I have like five hours in the train getting there, 
um, best serve at least two of those hours doing a thorough weekly review. Then it's mm. much more easier for me to perform on the level I mm. always try to perform on. Yeah. Mm. And then it's this is what we call the or, or at least I call uh, you know the the lack of self interruption um, mm. frees up mental space so that you don't uh, you don't have to remind yourself about the, that email you didn't write or you know that phone call you should take or this worry you have for something. If mm. all of that is handled in a good manner, it doesn't move into your brain when you try to be present in the moment. So. Mm, right. There's 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 a few things that that lies to my heart that that I would really would like to like communicate on this podcast and that is uh, one of the impressions I got when I learned GTD was like if you read the book there's a lot of examples from um, kind of everyday at the office uh, people and and a lot of people using GTD are also like in this classic office life and I. I also got kind of that impression also, well, GTD isn't maybe not so much for me as a creative person. And uh, that's maybe the most important thing I was, I want to like uh, 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 get off my, um, get, uh, yeah, to tell you on this podcast, it's, I mean, GTD was developed based on just asking how does our, do our brains work? I mean, uh, and it's, and it's like, and 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 how do we work as a human beings and that's that's so so it, it it doesn't of course a lot of examples are taken from from that uh, kind of professions i just mentioned but um i mean um it's it's it really doesn't matter what you do and and it really doesn't matter uh, how you are as a person or uh, and how you think i mean it can help you so uh, it's just, of course, it's a matter of taste. It's not for everyone, but uh, it's definitely for all our creative, chaotic uh, people as well. Definitely. Very, very good point. And and maybe maybe those out there who know creatives who might benefit from this will will uh, yeah have a you know the ability now to share this episode and hopefully they can can maybe convince some others to to gain the benefits that you've seen in this. Mm. Um, always when we interview people for this podcast we always ask for any tips they might have tools that they use and and for you i'm, I'm especially interested in hearing what tools you or, or other creatives might might highlight when it comes to gcd i think for me at least as a musician uh, ability to capture uh, audio is mm -hmm. a very important tool for me like, so I, I have a voice recorder um, either on my smartphone or a standalone voice, voice recorder that only wants to record voice and nothing else. It doesn't pling or beep or tell me, hey, check out Facebook, man. It just says, what do you want to record? And then I <laughs> can record whatever. And, um, and, and then another important tool for me is also a very well-functioning reference system where I can like get any idea or any notes, any musical notes when I need them. When I get on tour with, with Notwist, I want to pick up on all my, my notes and ideas about Notwist. And I'm the next, next day when I play, if I get to play a duo concert and with Gisbert, I want to get into that and see, okay, what was the last set list? Which tunes did we play? Which thoughts did I have towards those tunes? And like very quickly achieve it to have a... This so this will be a kind of like an agenda for no twists. Yeah, I, I do. I use, I have three, uh, I have, yeah, 
yeah, well, I, I have two categories of agendas. I have the classic uh, agendas, like other, like for people that you regularly work with and, and like kind of meetings and stuff. But I also have a rehearsal agenda. So like next time I rehearse with this band, next I rehearse with that band. Mm. I want to like mention those things. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I mean, that's good. I mean, I think I think there's no particular tool. Uh, it's it's more about. I think I think the, the 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 hottest tip I can get is like, try to get the grip of the of of the methodology. Try to get as a good system understanding as you can. For instance, start reading chapter one through three of the book, and then ask yourself how can I tweak this to make it suit how I think and how I work and what my needs are. Uh, and then of, co- of course, I might need an agenda list for, uh, for rehearsals maybe. And uh, I would need the database to, to, to keep track of my ideas. And maybe you want like, okay, um, a lot of other people want a computer list, uh, calls list. Maybe you would like to create a creativity next actions list. And maybe you would like to create uh, some, there may be uh, cool bands I want to create a list. And um, maybe you'd like to, uh, if you need to book uh, assignments with your band, maybe you should uh, check out uh, the tickler systems and waiting for and uh, checklists. Yeah. And checklists. Definitely checklist. Mm. Next time I uh, I'm going to plan a concert tour. Which things to mm. think about? Mm. So, I mean, you use, can, mm. can I just ask you? Do you use uh, checklists for for preparing to concerts, like yes. packing lists? Yes, definitely. I have like a packing list. Packing lists. I have prepared for concerts uh, checklists. Uh, mm. Divided them to very small uh, notes. <clears throat> I use Evernote, but that's just my personal preference. You can use whatever. Um, but uh, then I like have very small notes, like uh, um, a separate checklist for packing for a concert, musical stuff I need, uh, pra- practical stuff, because I'm extremely forgetful. I'm Mr. Forgetful myself. So I need, <laughs> I need all those checklists. So I just can, you know, I, I don't like, oh, uh, phone. Yeah, got it. Okay, cool. Um, uh, mallets. Yeah. Okay, good. I, I just, I pack. And then I like use a few minutes to run through my checklist. Oh yeah, so ah, I forgot mics. this chord. I forgot this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. And you know, you know, when you get there on the concert and you stay there and play, and all of a sudden the chord that brings all your mallets together, like that's my instrument, it breaks. And then you stand there, and I mean there are five hundred people listening to you, and you can't perform because you miss this very small chord, and. Mm. It's, it's just a very short uh, thing on the checklist. It takes two seconds to get it out of the place where I leave it in the rehearsal space, but it's so essential. <laughs> yeah. So there are so many small details, but, and, and uh, TTD helps me not to focus on those, those details and rather just stay happily lost in how, how do I want to do this B part of that cool composition I got up with yesterday. Like I need to have that in another, I think E minor is not so good idea. I want to like, I want to be there. I don't want to be with this Mm. chord or that uh, rubber thing. Like GTD is taking care of that. It's like a good personal assistant, a very, very, very good personal assistant. 
Who wouldn't, who wouldn't like a personal assistant? <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't like an extremely well personal assistant who yeah. uh, is with you 24-7 yeah. and works only for you? I mean, yeah. that's, that's what it is. That is a privilege <laughs> and that is getting things done for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for for participating in our podcast, Kalivar. We get up to the we're getting up to the the twenty minutes mark. We just passed it. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you again so much for participating. Thank you for your thoughts about GTD and creativity. And I hope you, the listener, has found this um, valuable. And uh, Lars, will you take us out, please? Sure. Yeah. Thank you also from from my end, Kaliva. Really appreciate it. Uh, a lot of food for, for thought. Uh, I might have to to re-listen to to this uh, recording once it once it airs. Um, we always wrap up with letting you know where you can find more information. And for those of you in the Nordics, that G, that's gtdnordic.com, where you can find links to all the country websites. And on each of those, you will find all the articles that are written about GTD. Find the newsletter, links to Facebook groups, meetup groups, all the offerings that we have, uh, both virtual and physical uh, right now. So uh, have a look at those as well. Um, And as mentioned, we really hope that you find these episodes valuable. And if you do, we really appreciate if you share the podcast with perhaps a creative colleague uh, or maybe rate us on iTunes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Lars, for taking us out. And thank you, the listener. Until next time, uh, stay productive and stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. And if you both can take your headset off and put it to the microphone so I can try and make a clap. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from GGD Nordic. I'm Morten Rövik and I'm here with my friend and colleague Sorry, Lars. Morten. We have to reclap because my fan is running and I don't know if you don't hear it now, but I would I imagine that you might be sad if you then heard the humming. I had this perfect introduction, Lars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we, uh, we can reclap? Okay, we can reclap. Okay. Yes, uh, Carl Ivar Jefset is his name, and we are really happy to have him with us today. Uh, he is um, living in Berlin. He's Norwegian, and uh, Carl Ivar, you're uh, no. What the heck am I doing now? Now we have to cut this. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, let me see. Because you're not here. Because we'll need the, the the clap, and then we make okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, So that is, okay, I'll make a clap.